members of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Maggie is with us in Washington, D.C. Hi, Maggie. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm good. How are you? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, so I just, um, my husband and I are trying to figure out, um, we're in baby step two, and we're trying to figure out if we should trade in two of our cars um, for um or used cars that would um, be like, you know, a lot more um, cost effective so we could get rid of our car payment. It was hard to let um, that come out of your mouth, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> My heart is off the racing right now. I listen to you every single day, and I'm, it's surreal that it's I'm like, uh... talking to you. <laughs> so, uh, all right, tell um, us about tell us about the cars. Car number one, what do you owe on it? What is it worth? Okay, so it's a Volkswagen Atlas 2018. Um, we owe about 11000 on it. It's worth, um, we went to a dealership yesterday. We got them up to nineteen on that. Wow. Um, and that one, we're still paying, yeah. Um, and that one, we're still paying. And then the other one is a 2009 Jeep Liberty. Um, and that one is paid off. Um, at first, they came to us at 2700 I got them up to five. Mm-hmm. Um, what is so your household income? Um, it's about one forty-five. Mm-hmm. How much a debt year. have you got? Um, we have eighty-one thousand nine hundred and eighty-two left. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would not sell these cars unless you don't like them. Okay. Yeah. Um, you hear go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the idea was really exciting because it would expedite the process, um, and I'd like to. Um, just knock this out as soon as I can. It's just hanging over my head every day. This debt. Um, yeah. If you if you told it, me eighty one thousand and you had a thirty thousand car debt. Yeah. 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 But eleven thousand mm-hmm. of eighty one is not your problem, is it? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, and so, you're still yeah, going to okay. need something to drive, and that's not. I mean, you'd only have about what eight thousand. You just get rid of the eleven thousand dollars in debt and buy a car. Right. Yeah. Right. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, we have three kids, so we're not trying to get like the oldest car on the block with you when know, we're driving on the highway and stuff. So um, we do like the car, the Atlas, but the payment, it just, I feel like it's just taking a while to get rid yeah. of it. What's so. the rest of the debt? Uh, student loans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, student loans, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long have you been working on all this? The Ramsey way? Uh, so um, we started in 2020, um, and we were making some headway. And then um, last year, um, so at the end of 2020, we had our third child. Um, and it, um, long story short, um, it, it just ended up being like a very difficult year. Um, I was in like survival mode. Um, he had a lot of health issues. It just fell off the wagon mm. and just didn't do anything. How's he doing and then now? The beginning, he's, he's a lot better. He's still... Um, crazy but um much better health wise so um he's just our wild one and we're definitely done now um but so we've decided to get back on track um and we've paid off about um about seven thousand so far 
And at the end of this year, we're supposed to have this card paid off at the end of so this year. Here's here's what yeah. I heard. And you can mm-hmm. tell me if I if I heard it wrong. Uh, we've just been through hell. And I'm mm-hmm. tired and I'm desperately mm-hmm. looking for a quicker, easier way to do this. And I was hoping this was it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. right. And, and uh, so the, the good news is you get to keep the car. The bad news is, because it's not the problem. Uh, the bad news is now it is game on, girl. Yeah. Okay? Now you just, There's, the rest yeah. of that garbage is in the rearview mirror, most of it anyway. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Sorry you've been through all that. It's hard. I mean, it's been a hard year, a hard couple of years for a lot of us. And right. emotionally and stress and everything else. And just the whole, the, the climate in the culture right now is just bizarre. So it's just affecting right. everything. But the, uh, um, but yeah, I, I, and I'm sorry you've been through that. Here's the trick, though. Mathematically and actually, 90% of you getting out of debt is you guys getting gazelle intense on a budget mm-hmm. working the plan no eating out no vacations no freaking life and we're going to clean this mess up you make $145,000 you should be debt free in 18 months that was I was thinking 15 but okay yeah, I'll go with 15 no. I'll go with 15 <laughs> and for that you don't sell yeah. the car the car the car okay. accelerates that by one and a half to two months right point right. being it does not solve the problem Right. If right. it cut the time and ha- from 18 months to nine months, your car sold, girl. I'd be throwing it out right now. For right. you. For you, right? Yeah, you guys right. have a really good shovel. I mean, it'd be a bit more yeah. concerning if you didn't have such a high income, but you do have a good shovel to work with. And like Dave said, you could knock this out easily in under two years. You could still live on six figures and knock this out in two years. So it's like if you guys get gazelle intense, you can do that even faster. So um, yeah. you, you play, did you, do you play any sports when you are a kid? Uh, I, no, I did cross country. Okay, cross country. There you go. That, that's a sport. And, and so uh, you're running what three? What is that? A three mile run usually in high school. Yeah, usually. Okay. Yeah. So the first mile and a half of your three mile run, you fell twice and skinned your knees. Oh, and your hands while you're at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you got the rest of the run left. You're not going to fall in this part of the run, but those falls. Are, are causing you to have to suck it up and get with it and and it's hard it's hard to overcome the pain of the first half of the race you had a painful first start on this and uh you know i think it's just smart to say it out loud uh, you know those are legitimate reasons that you you didn't fall off the wagon girl you got knocked off the wagon and it's legitimate pain you felt it it's real your knees are skinned your hands are skinned you fell yeah, and, and it's uh, it's okay to say that, but what that means is once you say it out loud, you go and game on. Second half, we got the crap beat out of us in the first half. We're going back in the second half and take them back. I'm gonna take this game back. Yep, I ran cross country in high school, and that speaks to my heart. I mean, I just remember the middle of the race, especially if you had a bad first half, feels so disheartening. You're just like, oh. I don't know if I can go on, but man, when you round that corner and you start getting closer to the finish yep, line, you're yep, going to feel yep. your spirit lift again. You just have to get through yeah, it's, this really hard middle. It's lifting the chin up and looking at that finish line and reaching for that instead of gazing in the rearview mirror. Mm. And uh, it's hard. It's emotional. But I'm just saying, I'm agreeing with you. It's been difficult. 
But that's all. You're just going to use that as motivation for the second half. Game on. 15 months, girl. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your debt-free scream. Yeah, come see us. We're proud of you. We love you. Get after it. This is The Ramsey Show. Christina Ellis Ramsey, personality number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. With rising costs everywhere you look, we know you've had enough. Right now, normal in America is a bit freaked out. The cash register at the grocery store, the cashier looking at a gallon of milk like it's a bar of gold, the overdraft in your bank account, normal sucks. You deserve a chance at some extra breathing room in your budget, so we're going to well, we're excited to tell you this month we're going to give away $500 every week and a grand prize of $3,000 in the Ramsey Cash Giveaway. Think about all the things you could do with some extra money. No purchases necessary. you got to be 18 years old or older to win. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway, and you can register every day. RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. Ava is with us in Roanoke, Virginia. Hi, Ava. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Mr. Ramsey. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So in your Foundations of Personal Finance class, you said to negotiate the price of everything. So I was wondering if there's a way to negotiate the price of college. Ava, I love this question. How old are you, Ava? I'm 16. Oh, my goodness. You sound like me at 16, and I just absolutely love that you're calling the show. This is fantastic. What do you want to do with college? Where do you want to go? I want to go into art and animation. Okay. What do you hope to do with that? Um, concept art and like character design for movies, hopefully. That's awesome. Are you already starting to look at schools and kind of think through where you want to attend? I have, but I haven't really decided on any schools yet. Well, you're 16, so you still have plenty of time. I love this conversation. Yeah. The answer is yes, you can negotiate the price of college, but it does depend on the school. So. A lot of people, when they go to a college's website, they see that sticker price and they go, whoo, I can't pay that. And they automatically assume they can't attend that school. But very few people actually pay the sticker price that's listed on the website. Most colleges have a tuition discount of some sort. A lot of people don't know that because it's just wrapped into the financial aid package that they get. They see it as merit scholarships. They see it as financial aid. Um, but it is a tuition discount. Now, a lot of people just see their financial aid package and assume that's all I got. Like, this is all the school's going to offer me. But you can be one of the few that actually do go back to the school and try to negotiate tuition. So it doesn't always happen. It depends on the school. I definitely wouldn't count on it or expect it, but you can do it. You can go back and ask them if they can discount it. And the best, uh, one of the best things you can do with negotiation is to have walkaway power. And that means that you are not married to a particular school. We are going shopping, boys and girls. Where are we going to get the best deal? And uh, then, then what you do is you tell that one school, you tell school A that school B is making you a better offer, and they're going to they're gonna have to pony up, if they are. I mean, I don't want you to lie to them. 
but um, I mean, you start playing them against each other. You go. We have asked. You know, I'm applied. To, I've, I've been. A, I'm looking at four different schools. I'm going to go to the one that gives me the best help in tuition. Are you that school? Let's find out. Are you ready to play? Spin the wheel. You know, and that's get just get them all playing against each other. And um, there's there's it, it's so amazing that all of a sudden these schools that are uh, you know a little bit snotty they suddenly become uh, like mercenary and want your money. <laughs> right. Because at the end of the day, you know, they they have got budgets. They're trying to recruit students. They're trying to get them in the door. So they want your money. They want to make a deal, um, especially if you're a competitive student. Um, we actually talked to a company not long ago that they actually built a business around having students upload their financial aid letters so that they could compare what kind of discounts they were getting from the different colleges, which just shocked me to see how many colleges they they kind of played this game of like, you yep. know, trying to recruit. They were, they were like businesses trying to charge different amounts for different people and try to get them to like make deals. And I was like, wow, that is just crazy. But it was nice that they were trying to bring transparency to that process so students could see the price is negotiable. Yeah. And, and and if it's not, that's okay. But you you have to maintain walk away power in any negotiation. If you go, well, that's the only house on the planet. You're about to pay too much for that house. If you go, I have to have the green car, and there's only one in the southeast. You're you're about to pay too much for this car. Seriously. So this is that kind of crap will kill you, and it'll kill you on this any negotiation. So having options to play against each other and having walk away power instead of getting all drama queened up about the particular location you're going to go to school. Because, you know, the people that make it in the business that you're going to go into, where they went to school has zero to do with it. It's whether they have talent or not. So if you're going to do animation and you want to create animated characters for movies, you know, they nobody cares where you went to school. They just care, can you do it? And are you the best? or one of the best have you got some idea that that makes me want to make a film if i'm a filmmaker you know and can you are you the character are you the person you know can you do this and so yeah right and at this age i mean you've got time like you said you don't know what college you want to attend now but now is that time to start exploring and researching different scholarships at colleges you know you don't want to get your mind set on one certain school at this point and then you know get get offered nothing in scholarships when you could have potentially found a school where you could get a full ride. So I love one, looking at different options so you have negotiating power. And two, you may not even need to negotiate. You may just get a full ride straight from the beginning. So, you know, keep those options open and explore everything that's out there. You know, I think we're going to see more of this because Mm -hmm. higher ed is, um, they kind of got a pretty big black eye right now, overcharging, causing, being part of the cause of the student loan debacle epic failure we have in this country and part of it's driven by these increasing tuition prices all the time the second thing is they those goobers in higher ed you know what they did they had everybody go to school from home online during covid and they charged them full freaking price yep. and people are going wait a minute i'm not this is online I'm, I'm zoomed out i'm not doing this and so uh a lot of people really a lot of students and parents of students kind of got fed up with the attitudes at higher ed and now higher ed's trying kind of back on its heels and it's gonna it's kind of pushed out it's people are talking about well you don't need to go to college at all and all college is too expensive which is not true but uh you know it's 
they are they are in a position they're going to want to negotiate because they're going to be trying to get people back in there after the horrible reputation that they've developed as a as a category well and it's about time i mean this this reckoning has needed to happen for a while for so long it's been like education at all costs and we can always increase it every year even if students go 1.75 trillion dollars into student loan debt i mean this the covid crisis happened along with the student loan crisis and these two merging together has just created kind of chaos in higher education it's fabulous <laughs> it gives people a chance to reevaluate yeah if the government will keep their stinking hands out of it and not prop them up they're too big to fail no they're not they're stupid and some of them deserve to fail and so you know it's it's gonna wake them up wake them up here let the marketplace do what it's supposed to do and so then you will find a less expensive alternative to go get a good education whether it be a votech thing or whether it be a higher ed you know process i don't care uh but but you know people are going to get very practical finally right and and the the institutions of learning that do not adjust to the practicality the utilitarian view of education are about to lose their butts right because people are seeing now just even in the workplace that there are people who went to public schools who had no student loan debt you know they they got a public school education next to somebody who spent two hundred thousand dollars and they're working the exact same job and so it's like, that's great if you can get it paid for to go to a prestigious school, but you don't have to. There's so many different options and, you know, do what you got to do, but do it debt free. Yeah. And do what she's doing. She's thinking about it ahead of time, being intentional and instead of just signing up in October or signing up in August and going, oh, wait a minute, I have to have tuition in four weeks. What am I going to do? Well, you should have thought about that ahead of time. This ain't a Friday night party you planned on your Instagram. You know, seriously. You need to get your act together. And this this kid old. right here, she's got her act together, man. She's you. You're right. I love it. You were you were an overachiever at that age too. Nerd. I, I was a I was the portion of the class that made the top half possible. This <laughs> is the Ramsey Show. Christina Ellis, best-selling author and Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, on the debt-free stage, Tim and Luann are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. Good, Good to have you guys. Where do y'all live? Little Rock. We're uh, actually live in Maumelle, which is like a suburb. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Nashville. How much debt have you paid off? Two hundred twenty-two thousand dollars, eight hundred and seven. Well, two hundred twenty-two thousand eight hundred seventy dollars. Way to go! Yeah. How long did this take? Four years and three months. All right. And um, what was your range of income during that time? One hundred fifty-two thousand to one hundred seventy-eight thousand. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a computer programmer. My wife's a medical coder. Perfect. Good. What kind of debt was this? Two hundred twenty-three thousand. Oh, it ranged from uh, a cabin. An RV, uh, cars, credit cards, IRS debt. Student uh, loans. Student loans. Y'all were normal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you decided to not be normal anymore. Sick of it. 
Congrat. Good. That's what you got to get sick of. Yeah. Don't you? yeah. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. Way to go, y'all. That's amazing. Four years, $223,000. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So how did this all happen? How did you get decide you're going to go do the Ramsey way? Well, uh, about five years ago, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, and I wrote my wife a note because I didn't know what would happen if I had the surgery, and that kind of lit a fire under her, and that's how we got started. So, wait a minute, the note says, uh, surprise, we're deeply in debt, or what did it say? No, it said, here's how to take care of the debt. Oh, my gosh. And here's what to pay off first. Yes. Uh, here's and he wrote it insurance. on a sticky note and sat it on my desk. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. No. Uh, our church happened to be uh, offering FPU. Oh, good. And... Uh, I was like, you know, which let, is better let's than a sticky this. note, exactly, yeah. exactly, <laughs> yeah. And I said, let's let's do this. I had never heard of Dave Ramsey, and apparently he had. I had, and he didn't say anything. I figured, well, if it if it was her idea, <laughs> then we're going for it. Yeah. Okay. So we did, and our coordinators are with us oh, cool. today. Very cool. <clears throat> and then we actually joined them mm-hmm. and coordinated the next class as a duel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been FBU coordinators now for um, this will be our fifth season. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. Well, one thing about that, you, when you are leading a class, you have to do the stuff. Exactly. Because you're totally a hypocrite. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it, makes you, it makes you stay on the straight and narrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it does remind you and inspire you, the people around you. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because some of the people come through these classes, they do some amazing things. Right. Right. And another thing was that. My wife was saying, we're never going to retire. We're going to just keep working at our desk and we'll just die. die. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it, it, everything, there were fires lit big time. And I'm sorry that you had to go through this, Dave, but thank you for God using you to share with us. Well, thank you. And we thought, well, we're 55 years old at the time. I was like, yeah. well, this is never going to happen. We're too old. Yeah. Never. It's too late to start. Well, it's, wrong. it's not ever. Mm. We're in our 60s now, and so it's, um, you can do it. That's and so, no matter what age yeah. you're at. That is so inspiring. I feel like somebody yeah. out there needs to hear that. Yes, definitely. And a, a health scare, that's, that's quite a wake-up call. Right. What happened? So you read that note. You got mm-hmm. on board with FPU. What did y'all do to get out of debt? What did the journey look like for you guys? Well, one of the hardest things we had to do was sell the, ca- the cabin. <laughs> oh. oh, And we, we still miss it, but hey, uh, we can always do a VRBO and, and go to that. <laughs> but uh, we did VRBO our cabin. Then we were told we couldn't do it anymore because it was... Uh, against the HOA. Against the HOA, which they never told us when we bought the cabin. So it was like, okay. So but then we did... Uh, had an RV. An RV we rented out. I tell you, don't ever do that because it's the worst thing you can ever do is rent your RV out because people don't care about your RV. Yeah, they and don't care about it, yeah. I can't ruin it. She wanted to push it off uh, a the cliff. cliff. <laughs> I wanted like, to drive done. it to Colorado and just put in neutral and go, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, it yeah. just went over the cliff. Oh, yeah. 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 And Call the insurance company. Right. <laughs> so we did... Uh, before the pandemic, we uh, did Lyft and, and Uber, and then when the temp- pandemic hit, then we decided to switch over to Uber Eats and uh, DoorDash. DoorDash. Wow. Yeah. How does it feel now? That's a that's a lot of debt to pay off. It's it was almost um, surreal 
Mm-hmm. We were sitting at Sonic getting a drink, and we made our last payment, and I started crying because it was like, we can get a drink and not have to worry, you know, that it's in the budget, but it's okay. It's you know okay. you're a hard drinker if you're drinking That's Sonic <laughs> every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you guys that's so fun okay what church was this that you went through financial peace university new life church out of little rock it's yeah. a greater little rock rick Bazette is mm-hmm. our is our uh pastor oh Bazette. yeah yes. oh really yeah okay he's in yeah. ukraine right now yeah, yeah he's a great guy yeah, yeah. yes i met a bunch of those guys that's awesome yeah excellent well done y'all i'm proud of you thank you how's it feel awesome yeah, it does. This is our first actual vacation mm-hmm. since we started it, and uh, we brought our grand- granddaughter with us, and all she cared about was hearing shopping. And uh, <laughs> she's heard Dave Ramsey since she was, what, seven years old and yeah. kind of rolled her eyes. And she would say once in a while, what would Dave say? Oh. You know, or what mm. would Dave do? You can't do that. Oh. So, yes. Yeah, it, it's legacy. touching, yeah. <laughs> it's touching. So yeah. what's next now? now that you don't have this major debt hanging over your head What's well we we are like i said we're getting closer to the age to where we can look at retirement but we've still got our house that we need to pay off mm-hmm. and uh so we're still doing the doordash and uber eats and mm-hmm. you know yeah. do instacart once in a while yeah. but you know i mean that's also a thing that we can do into retirement mm-hmm. that we don't have to quit mm-hmm. and just sit on the couch or whatever yeah but uh and we can go and see family more i love that i love that yeah. you've like checked off this huge milestone and now you're like okay we're, yeah. we're gonna keep pushing we're gonna keep going and yeah i fully expect to see y'all here in a few years you know screaming it. for the you house being paid it. off yes. well actually we were here last year in october and we told them we'd be back yeah and we are so we said that our very first class in fpu that we were coming here to do our debt-free screen Man, we're honored. And we You're made amazing. It. Y'all yep. are amazing. You're Thank heroes. You. You're absolute heroes. Thank well you. done. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you decided no matter, you know, whatever the obstacle, we're going to do it. It's hard to sell the cabin. It's hard to <sighs> not oh. push the RV off a cliff. And it's, hard to, <laughs> it's hard to do this. And, and one thing we did, or we would say, like, be like the tortoise. Yes. Don't that ever That was stop. his favorite thing. So yeah. I was ready to pick the tortoise up and throw it, but... <laughs> Yeah, There's a lot the, of stuff going over the cliff yeah. with her. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. Poor tortoise. Or he's riding in the RV. Yeah, it's, uh, way to go, y'all. You're amazing. Absolutely amazing. We've got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you. That is the next chapter in your story, our latest number one bestseller. You are on your way to being millionaires. Thank so, you. so proud of you. Copy of Total Money Makeover. You'll be able to give that to somebody in one of your classes. And a one-year membership to Financial That's Peace University. Great. You'll be able to scholarship somebody that needs it that way. And uh, yes. I'm sure you'll do that while you're leading and absolutely incredible so thank you guys we're very 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 proud of you good good work all right two hundred and twenty three thousand dollars paid off in four years and three months making one hundred and fifty two thousand to one hundred and seventy eight thousand tim and luann from little rock arkansas it's never too late count it down let's hear a debt-free scream three two one one we're dead free yeah that's powerful 
Their retirement world is completely changed. Oh, so Because of the work they've done in the last four years. Amazing. They got their life back. Sticky note (laughs) to Financial Peace University. There you go. There's how you get the Ramsey way going. This is the Ramsey Show. Christina Ellis, Ramsey, personality number one best-selling author, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Michael is with us in San Diego. Hey, Michael, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, So I am finishing up baby step three, and I'm trying to balance between 3B and 4. Mm -hmm. So I live in Southern California. I own my own business. And income can vary. Uh, also, my business has changed quite a bit over the past couple of years due to COVID, so I haven't had a consistent kind of business model. So I'm still fine-tuning that piece. Um, like I said, my income can vary, so I can make either $2,000 a month or $15,000 a month. And I don't know um, when I will really have enough money for a down payment, so I can't predict whether two years, five years, or anything like that. So at 35 years old, I'm trying to figure out how to balance between saving up for a home and investing. To qualify for a mortgage, you're going to have to have, as self-employed, two years of income tax returns. The average of those two years, they will use to qualify you. Mm-hmm. And so if you if the average of those two years is $3,000 a month, they're going to qualify you on that. If the average of the two years is going to be 15000 a month, they're going to qualify you on that. So... Uh, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at what you're making a year for the last two ca- two tax returns. And so what, you're, what you could do is say, when am I going to get a high enough income average across two years to qualify for a mortgage? And then, you know, mm-hmm. is that going to take three years from today? It might. Right. And during that time, you can just save like crazy. Um, so people do... They save up for their down payment, and and we're okay with any portion of this. If you're not going to put anything in retirement and throw everything at the down payment fund, we say don't go longer than three years doing that. But if you're going to be putting money aside for a down payment and be putting, you know, 15% towards your, uh, you know, a full baby step four, 15% towards retirement of your household income, uh, then you can go as long as you want to go. Because you're saving, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, above the 15%, you're going to save your down payment, which obviously is going to cut down on your down payment. So what did you pay taxes on last year? I think it was around 30. Okay. All right. Well, and this year so far, I'm at 50. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's, it so you're going to have to get this year and next year to even come close to qualifying. Agreed? 
thirty thousand is not buying a house in San Diego. What do you do? No, what is your business? No. So I'm a business consultant, and I help teams just quickly develop strategy. So my work was in person, and then COVID hit, and then everything became virtual, and so trying to transition into that, and now I do kind of a hybrid of in-person and virtual. Yeah. Okay, about how many hours are you working right now? Um, I'd say about 40. Okay. Oh. I, what I would do, um, are you doing a lot of one-off fees or are you running retainers? One-off fees. Yeah, that's what's killing you. I thought you were because of the volatility. You need to start talking about taking clients that pay you uh, a, a guaranteed retainer for a year. Mm. and that'll stabilize that'll stabilize your income and then you can also start to layer those and create a situation where you can work you know 60 hours a week doing this because you're you've got clients that are coming back to you you promised them so many hours a month average on something and then you've just got to schedule them in and, and stay with them because um you know that what you're doing is an implementation thing and following up on the implementation and guiding them through the actual implementation once it's decided to do how to do it, you're getting paid for the how to do it. But the walking with them as they do it is also a valuable uh, service that you could m- meld into this, and that puts you into a retainer situation. I would shift my model if I were you. Well, and that'll just give him so much more money as he stabilizes his income, as he gets more consistent clients, as he ups his income, he's going to have so much more money to throw towards that down payment and the ability to get a yeah. house. Yeah. I would so definitely- zero going, if you're saving a down payment aggressively and you're putting real money in there, which you're not at 30000 you might be at fifty, at 100000 uh, which sounds like you're scheduled for this year, give or take. Uh, but the uh, uh, if you're putting zero towards baby step forward, you know, the rule of thumb we use is just don't go out there. Don't do that for 10 years and have nothing in retirement. Right. You know, so three years is about a max on that, give or take. Something in that range. And that's what we're looking for. Steve is with us in Oklahoma City. Hi, Steve. How are you? Hey, Dave. Hope you're doing well. Better than we deserve, brother. What's up? <laughs> um, I have a kind of a pickle I'm in. My job is offering me an opportunity to move to their home base in Austin, Texas. And it's kind of put me in a situation. I just recently bought a brand new house, first house I've ever had. It's in an area that I can afford, but the area that they want me to move to and actually be on site is going to put me in a disadvantage financially. The benefit is, is I get uh, better pay, uh, more opportunity. They're going to pay for all my expenses. But I don't know if it's a good decision for me or if I should just stay here. So I figured you're the smartest person about money I know. Why not ask you? <laughs> you you said it's an opportunity. There is the choice. You can stay where you are, right? Yeah. And how much of a pay increase is it going to be to move? Uh, it's going to be like a 10% pay increase and then yeah, what do you there's make? no ceiling. I make 64000 right now. I'm a single dad. You, they're wanting you to move to Austin, kids. Texas from Oklahoma City for 5000 bucks. Yeah. Whoopee. No. Okay. Not unless you just love Austin, Texas. <laughs> 
because I I kind of heard your in your let me I let me make sure I I thought I heard in your voice you really like your life right now. I do. I thought I heard that, and like this is like, eh, but I don't want to not do something smart, but I like it. I like what I'm doing. What well, do you do? I'm out in the middle of nowhere here. Yeah, what do you do? I don't have an opportunity to meet people. I, I work at home uh, for tech support. Okay. All right. And you said you're a single and dad. I'm at my pay ceiling right now. So if I don't do this, I, I can't make any more money. You can if you change jobs. Yeah, I could change jobs. Yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you can leave that company in tech support and probably make 10 more from where you're sitting. Do you have family in the area that you're at right now? Yeah, they're a couple hours away. Okay. You so mar- are you married? No, I'm single. Okay. I'm raising two kids on my own. How old are they? Uh, they're one's going to be 13, one's eight. Mm. Okay. So you would be on site in the office and now you work from mm-hmm. home. Now, that's an advantage for moving up uh, because you're you're present and people see your smiling little face and you are more likely to get noticed and be promoted than you are sitting in your bedroom doing tech support. Um, that is correct. It's the disadvantage of work from home. People forget you. Um, you just disappear. I think they need to sweeten the package. And then I might go do it. Then I might go do it. And I'm going to call it an adventure. But 5K is just done. It's not interesting. Okay. So um, now the package sweetener could be if you come down here and you do A, B, and C, we're going to promote you and you'll be making 70. But for now, it's 5K. That would be a package sweetener. I want to see this upward momentum. I want to see this uh, path up that's clearly defined but 5k i'm not moving for i'd move for 5k and a clearly defined path up though would you yeah yeah all right so yeah austin's cost of living it's different than oklahoma city area way different this is the ramsey show you've been inspired to make a change with your money want to know where to start take our three minute money quiz to get a plan you can follow go to ramseysolutions.com and search for get started to get a plan for your money